0: What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are Obi, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Hello, Truth. Hello, <laughs> and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We were sitting here goofing around before we <laughs> actually started recording. Uncomfortable. Um, I, Dude, I, I know you guys have been here, but I love watching my kids play sports, especially the sports that I enjoy watching. Right? <laughs> right you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. um, how, however, soccer, which I never thought I would enjoy watching. I really enjoy my kids watching watching them play soccer because they enjoy it so much. But let me tell you something that's uncomfortable. is sitting at a ball field for 12 hours in a day. Possibly two days in a row. You guys ever done that before? Watching your kid play sports. Not that long. Not that long. Okay. No, like, you'll get there. If I'm thinking, if I'm there for 12 hours, I'm like,
1: where are the things that I brought to make this not miserable? (laughs) Which is not just a bleacher
0: chair. (laughs) Well, it ends up being, you know, it's uncomfortable. Number one, because you're... Your body wants to sit down to watch the games, but also your body is telling you don't sit down and watch every one of these games. Because I don't know about you guys, but if I sit down for more than about four or five hours in a day, my entire upper body gets stiff, right? And yeah. it my and lower, it hurts. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, lower back
1: for me. Okay, I'm here, now I get it. I'm sitting
2: like a bleach now. If I've, I've got a back support, I'm a little bit better,
0: yeah, How anyway. elderly. <laughs> <We're>, uh, <laughs> it sounds like. Well, just your body wants to stay in motion, right? Yeah, right. Yep.
2: One more uncomfortable thing. Tell me, Bubba. Did you happen to watch the OU-Texas oh, game last my. night? Oh, my. Okay.
0: Dude. Elev- was there 11 home runs? 11? I don't think there was 11, but there was a lot. There was. There was. There was maybe like seven. Okay. I Eight. thought
2: there was. There's still a lot. I, I just read something that somebody said that like 11 of the 13 runs were.
0: Let's talk about this game. Yes, I mean you got to check and see how many home runs I'm
2: there looking. Were. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah. really
0: frustrated with Texas. Okay, let's. I just I want to get it out there. I'm I'm not a huge UT fan anymore. I used to be just because of all the other bull honky that goes on in Austin, but I will root for a Texas team over any other team. Me too. From another yeah. state, my entire family was going. For Oklahoma, by the way. Why? I guess because they're just, their program's so dang good. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so you guys know this girl named Jocelyn Allo. You have a y'all? She's, she's uh right now she's a two-hole hitter for Oklahoma. Um, oh, is
2: she the girl that's got like, like crazy amount of home runs? Right. She's, from uh, Hawaii?
0: Set the NCAA record for the most home runs ever in a career. Right. Literally, probably, very likely, the best college softball player that's ever walked on the field. Wow. And no joke. That's not an exaggeration. she the one
2: that they were, like, questioning why they didn't walk her and she smashes a home run?
0: The first, first two at, at the first at bat. The girl throws a pitch mid-inside. Home run. This girl has seven home runs in – the College World Series Finals yes. only, just like since they've been in Oklahoma City in five games. The next time she comes up to bat, same thing. Fifth they, inning. I'm yeah. looking now. Go okay, did she hit another one in the fifth? Sure she did. Okay, how many, so does,
1: how many total? I'm counting them right now. Y'all keep going. Yeah.
0: They throw to her again. Why in the <laughs> world are you even throwing? Hey, the, the third time she came up, I'm pretty sure a pitcher did it on purpose. She hit her. <laughs> and I was like, "You should have just walked her instead of wasting a pitch." <laughs> exactly. Looks like six or seven.
1: Okay, six or seven home yeah, runs. They don't lay it out very easily to read. Wow. But she, or whatever her name is. She yeah. had two. Okay, and the first. Everybody the else pit. had two. Wow.
2: What was the final score? Sixteen
1: to one. Yeah, that was a good old. It was just a but legit, old-fashioned good old fashioned take you. Yes. <laughs> We say we take it to the woodshed out here in East <laughs> yeah. Texas, yeah, Boy. That's, that's
2: why um, the name of the White Oak High School basketball gym is the woodshed. Oh, oh I like it. I like that. <laughs> We've like had
0: that. Uh, that's all based off of one of our guests, right? That's right, Coach Boyette, Coach Ron Boyette. Yep, pretty cool. So game two is coming up tonight. Oh, so it's not over. It's not over. Uh, this is what I love it's about it. sports, right? You can listen. It's gonna tie game.
1: perfectly into my message that's today. That's perfect. That's that was perfect. really good. <laughs>
0: Texas is a major underdog. I don't know if you guys know, but when I'm saying major, they're major, major, major underdog. Let me put that then into perspective.
1: Texas is 47 and 21 and one, and they're the major underdog because OU is
0: 58 and 3. Oh my God. Did y'all hear about <laughs> that's insane? That's real. <laughs> three losses. Well, Texas gave them one of those. Oklahoma State gave them one. I don't remember who the other team was. The girl that pitched for Oklahoma uh, for Oklahoma last night,
2: from Texas.
0: She's from Texas. Did you guys hear about the
2: story of Texas's life? How do yeah, you say all her last name? Go to I know. <laughs> In every sport.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. How do you say the pitcher's last name? I don't spell it. T r a u t w e i n. Let me see it. tween No, they said it last tra-win night. Traywin or, something tra-win. or something tra-win. That something like That Trowin. Trowin yeah. the T. Yeah. Okay.
0: She did y'all hear about the perfect game? A girl from North Texas through last year, seven inning perfect, twenty one strikeout game. That was her. She transferred, got in the portal, went to Oklahoma. Smart girl.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but they even said last Smart night that, that they tried to get that they got her to get a picture with Matthew yeah, Conahan. Texas was recruiting hard. They were pulling her hard, and and he's just sitting out there watching her strike out the girls that he was trying to recruit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might have
1: been a different story if they had got her. Exactly. Yeah. Boy, and softball a pitcher seems to uh, have part. a big impact on Huge. not that a baseball doesn't either because you're starting pitchers a key piece in every game but mm-hmm.
2: I, I think it, it's different yeah
1: softball. it
0: seems like to be another yeah. level because i can pitch every yeah. game they can but oklahoma's got enough pitchers where they don't have to right? well, well, i probably. had this other person may come in and pitch the last
1: two innings for mop-up duty okay Yes. Yeah, no, I'm sure she's no slouch. She's a closer. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were worried. She, she didn't give up any runs. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Neither did the other one. Well, uh, yeah. I guess one. Well,
1: anyway. uh, enough. We're, <laughs> we're six
0: minutes in. The yeah. ESPN
2: report for yeah. the hey. OU Texas hey. game. I was watching. This. Real.
0: I was watching the game last night and I was thinking, there's there's no dudes. Like sitting around a table doing a podcast about softball. <laughs> I love soft. I love softball. I <laughs> love watching softball because it's fast and it's quick and it, it, it's action-packed the whole time. Yeah. What so, does a normal college softball game, time-wise? Two
1: hours. Okay, so, you know, they're implementing a pitch timer in the minors and they've been experimenting for a while. And so, it's making its way through the minor league ranks to a double-A, triple-A. If I'm not mistaken, we're literally how much time do you have between? I'm thinking like 20 seconds or something, 20 or less. Okay. So what they're finding is, is that the players like it more. So we played sports our whole life. You know, one of the worst things ever is if you're playing defense behind somebody who works slow on the pitcher's mouth yeah. and that's what softball yeah. offers immediately. Yeah.
0: There is no dilly dallying around. They, they don't. literally take the ball and they pitch the next pitch. Now, this did happen. We went to – we were up in Oklahoma City for this tournament. I was telling you guys about and we watched Northwestern and Oregon State play, and one of the pitchers, I think it was a Northwestern pitcher, did dilly-dally. Slowed down. Yeah, Uh That game took three hours, and at the end of it, I was like, man, this is the longest softball game I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, just ready for it to be over. Pitch
1: clock would have solved that. Would have solved it. Hmm. What they're
0: finding is, is that their time is
1: going from, you know, a three-hour and five-minute, three-hour and ten-minute game, if I remember right, to like
0: 220 to 245 wow it engages your fans too right 100 percent reason i don't watch baseball on tv is just because well they're trying I'm to fall asleep
2: they're trying to do it in every sport yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's one of the big uh factors in the the new live golf thing going on is uh, it's going, it's going to i've teams. seen a lot
0: of stuff about this live golf but <laughs> well, i still hadn't really figured it
2: going out. to team a lot of team play stuff speeds up the game a whole lot okay um you know also the
0: purses yeah, a little bit higher At about <laughs> double or more right yeah. is this tied to the uh, Saudi Arabia group that yeah Where yeah. they pulled Mic- Mickelson's no longer on the tour and yeah couple well the PGA do. does not want they want their the traditional signing up for this it, it, t- technically it's like a club right yeah, and you're it's a, it's a tour okay.
2: um and it it's pulling a lot of big names already because of the money
1: what you what you see there is what we know so as I sit here today, the majority of my By business... By the way, that's a nice shirt. We'll talk about Thanks, that in man. a second. My business comes from social media, nine times out of ten. And it is geared towards quick-hitting chunks of information. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're seeing this permeate through everything. I'm not saying it's better or worse. I've got my mixed feelings on it because we're already too fast
0: in yes, everything. Yes, But anyway, so t- TikTok.
2: At the end of the day... The question is, what would Jesus do in these situations? That's good.
0: Would he sit down and watch a three-hour baseball game? I doubt it. <laughs> I'm just trying to pull it in, guys. I, <laughs> I, I think I think Jesus would be walking <laughs>
1: through the crowd, yeah, and people would be asking him what's different about him. <laughs> He'd be handing out yeah. cracker jacks. The now guys, he might have his back to the field. And a foul ball comes screaming in. and He goes. <laughs> Have you seen that video? Yes. of uh the Is that real? No, I don't, no, no.
0: I don't uh, think that's with real. Evan Longoria. No, that's not okay. real. They, I don't think they, they, it's real. They facto that thing. Yeah, they, they, I, they. I really won. wanted yeah. to believe it.
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was awesome. Great video. Yeah. Well, maybe we
0: can. Uh, you know, this this has been a sports moment brought to you by the uncomfortable truth. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, gonna actually get started today. Oh, we we open something, bro. Sure, well.
2: Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you that, that um, we can just come together and, Lord, talk about you, talk about things that we're interested in. Lord, we thank you for the freedom that we have to talk about all of those things. Um, but mostly, we, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to talk about you and to hopefully lead some people towards you, so plant some seeds in some folks, and, and, Lord, just ultimately have some have a kingdom impact for you. Uh, Lord, I just pray that today we can honor you and continue to do that. I pray for our families. I pray for everyone in the country right now. Uh, Lord, I pray for our government. I pray for our military. I just pray that you'll watch over all of us. And uh, we thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. And we thank you for loving us so much and for providing and just watching over us. We ask this in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. So, since we've used up half of my typical lot of time for talking sports, which does not bother me, yeah, <laughs> uh, puts the pressure on me to make sure that uh, I get this message out clearly and <laughs> succinctly. So, Shane mentioned in our uh, little sports derailing moment that Texas
0: and OU play again today, I guess. Yeah, tonight. Tonight. After they got thumped, we're gonna be like three weeks behind when somebody watches this okay thing. so yeah you've get, already seen you already you, you predicted the future you already know what happened when they watching this so
1: you know that they get to they get the opportunity to redeem themselves it's one of the things that I think many people um are drawn to about sports you know it's one of the things that's fascinating one of uh, my oldest friends said you know one of the things that's so crazy about baseball is that the same teams play three or four times in a row, and one may win fifteen to two, and then the next time they lose ten to one, and the next time they win three to two, and he says this is so crazy. Momentum, but yeah. it often centers around momentum, and often who's on the pitcher's mound. It really it, yeah. many many times it does, especially at the elite level. You know that right. is a defining factor. Whoever has the ball the most is setting the precedent for the outcome of the game. So. I'm going to put you guys on the spot real quick to kind of segue into what I want to talk about. Ooh. And nothing nothing major, but you know those quick hitter questions where you got to say what comes to your mind immediately? Purple. <laughs> <laughs> when I say we're going to the Bible here, when I say Simon Peter, what do you think immediately? Fireball. Fireball. Okay. I, I think um betrayal. Okay? Me too. Okay. I mean, I really think a Spitfire like Kind of fly by the seat of his pants and betrayal that always comes to my mind. And so I think as we've been raised, this is becoming more and more clear to me, and this is kind of a message for raising children if we are believers, or you know we become introduced to the Lord and we we ask him into our heart, and then we have you know children. There's a thing that happens at least in the Baptist world. Okay, because that's how I grew up, and I'm sure in many worlds of religion, you know, uh, Baptist, Methodist, where minor things become major things, and they shouldn't. And I'm, I'm going to give you the high points. Knowing Jesus in your heart and accepting him and sharing his love is the two major things, right. period. I don't care if you're Catholic. I don't care if you're Methodist. I don't care if you're Baptist. I don't care if you're Pentecostal. If you know you have Jesus in your heart and you want to share it with as many people as possible, All the other crap does not matter. Now, me and Shane and Obi can debate and discuss. uh, It's actually what Paul does in Acts when he's speaking to the Romans, I believe. They used to sit around and discuss. And he says, hey, you know a God. You just don't know my God. And let me tell you the difference. So, back to Simon Peter. Same thing. In my entire growing up in the church, Simon Peter had this character trait. It was negative, okay? I had totally discounted because of all the Sunday school lessons, okay, which are still coming from man, nine times out of ten, tied to the Bible. you Now remember that, okay? Man is flawed since Adam in the garden. And all I thought about was how he denied Christ three times before the rooster crowed, Okay? And from that point forward, Simon Peter and my mind' story was over. No questions asked, like what a jerk now I'm going to ask you how a in question the, world. How bef- in the world could before you that? I start, how many times do we deny Christ in a day and i and I don't want an answer on that, <laughs> yeah. okay, but if you ask yourself that at the end of every day, just log it for a week and by and by denying Christ. I mean, I don't necessarily mean like Simon Peter did. I mean, ultimately choosing, choosing sin. 100%. That is a, that is the way to go to the major. Did I sin? Okay. And so it could go in different levels. Did I meet someone who was grieving or struggling? And instead of stopping and going, Hey, are you all right? You know, or whatever level. We can just think through your day yesterday or the day before. You'll come up with some things. But just like that Texas team's going to get a chance tonight for us, three four weeks for whoever's listening right now. Redemption. Yeah, they're going to get a chance at redemption. Let's roll through some high points of what's going on in, in the book of Acts. Okay? Mm-hmm. Jesus tells his disciples, see, the disciples don't understand that Jesus they don't understand what's going on when Jesus comes back and is raised from the dead. They think he's there and they're going to share the message forever together and they're they go from uh to yes, you know, like in a, a short period of time, right? Mhm. And then I'm giving you the Brandon International version, you know, Jesus ascends to heaven.
0: How do we know how long that was? No, was it a couple how, of days? To my now, please somebody email in or you know
1: if I'm off on this, but to my grasp so far of what I've read, it wasn't that long after he rose from the dead. Yeah, you know he ends up being in the uh, upper room, and then not long after that he ascends and he's talking to the disciples. And just imagine being the disciples. Now Simon Peter's a disciple, okay. Imagine being the disciples and going, yes, he's back. I get it now, because they didn't get it. They didn't get it. Okay, they didn't really grasp that it, what he kept trying to allude to, that he was going to die for our sins and give mm-hmm. us a choice to choose him, okay, or deny him. So, Simon Peter forecast what we had an opportunity to be redempted, redeemed from before Jesus ever went on the cross, okay? Jesus already knew he was going to sin against him. He knew it, and
0: yeah, he told him. Yeah, he told him.
1: So, we think of Simon as a. Uh, Whatever work, you know, he betrayed Jesus, okay? He's a traitor, okay? But we forget his redemptive story. So Jesus ascends, and now the Great Commission is on. You got to go and share me. Create kingdom, men and women, okay? Well, in my brain, they're probably like panicked, excited, trying to figure it all out. So roll on in to a little further into Acts. And Pente- and Pentecost is going on, and all these people are gathering. Okay, now remember, there wasn't a it wasn't normal for every group, population of people to have the opportunity to know Jesus. Now, just think about this: Jesus has just ascended, and they the disciples have been told, "Go and make more." Basically, so they're having Pentecost, and there's thousands of people. Now, you remember in Acts, this is where, um, let me back up a minute. Simon's here. He's in this story, okay, in Acts, Acts 2, Acts 3. And it alludes to somebody needing to stay behind and essentially clean tables and watch out for those that need the most help there locally. You know, just imagine that that many people, there's still a need there, okay? So he is the one that's willing to, clean tables, pick up after people. So he has humbled himself before the Lord. And in my mind, he's on his redemptive journey. But he is probably, if I, I'm putting myself in Peter's shoes, I've denied Christ three times, which broke his heart. If you remember, he also, if I'm not mistaken, cuts off the guard's ear because he's, I mean, just I can I can be there. I can right. think. How could I deny my heavenly Father, and now I'm coming out fighting, so He knows how much I wish I would have I not think done it that. Says
2: He recognized it in the moment, one hundred percent. After the, that's the exactly third, what yeah, it
1: said. Third You're exactly right because I read that again this morning. He did recognize it. How many times do we recognize that? Happens often, right? Yeah. So here's the redemptive part. So as He's humbling Himself and says, "Wherever you need me, Lord." Thank you for your grace in my mind. Thank you for your grace and forgiveness, okay? Because Jesus could have struck him dead right there for denying him. He could have, I mean, any of that could have happened, you know. You remember that Pentecost is going on. you got all these different subpopulations of groups speaking different languages. Holy Spirit ascends down, okay, which is what Jesus told the guys. I'm going up to be at the right hand of my Father. Holy Spirit's coming down. It's still me. Right, It's just we're making a swap. We have the Holy Spirit today if we know Jesus so we can relate to this. okay? And all of these languages are going on, but there's no way that they could all know Jesus or the story of Jesus speaking all these languages. So it comes down, and then they all can understand each other's languages. Y'all remember this? Yes. Now, when I remember hearing this the first 100 times in my life, I thought it was, like, creepy. Now what I recognize, because I know Simon Peter's story, Guess who is the one who shares Jesus to everybody? The one that's cleaning the tables, picking up after everybody, doing wherever you need me, his redemptive opportunity comes and he shares Jesus. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, please correct me if I'm wrong. I think it says somewhere in there it alludes to two or three thousand people becoming saved. Yeah. And knowing Jesus right then. Okay. You got the night Christ. Was that, Christ.
0: <clears throat> was that was that the first people to become yes. saved? Yes. By Simon
1: Peter. Not Simon didn't save them. Right. We know that. Yeah. But he was the it, conduit yeah. through the Spirit to the people once the Spirit did his thing and everybody could understand everybody. Now, how come we don't know or remember that? And th- this is my theory. Is because it's easier to dislike someone for betraying Jesus, because we can relate to that, than to understand that we can be forgiven,
2: given given grace, and given
1: grace, and we're given it every day if we seek it.
2: Yeah, and then, but it, you're right though. It's you know we see the we see the denial. Uh-huh. You know we 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 see the uh we, we don't it's just our nature it it's it's our nature to look at at the the one bad thing we we do it with yeah. everything with everything so everything so
1: you and I we were all texting the other day about why and asking yourself why at different levels so I did that with this this a little bit here's my why because if i hate peter for denying christ it makes me feel better about myself Interesting. It's just that simple. Yeah, it makes me but feel real, better yeah. about how many times that because at least I didn't deny Jesus. Well, I think that's, in my mind, I
2: think that's everyone's uh, reason for nature taking over and yeah. making us do the things that we might do. You yep. know, whether it be, you know just, I think about social media, Mm -hmm. you know, I just think Mm -hmm. about everybody on social media, um, you know, that, you know, you're, you're, you might, you might do something, but you didn't do it like that person, (laughs) you know, and and because you didn't do it like that person, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm justified. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Um, Yeah. And, and so it's, it's, but it's who's just, behind that? That's sin, and that's the devil working through our life. That's isn't it? exactly right, like you said at the beginning, sin. You know, when we sin, we deny the blessing that God gave us through His Son Jesus by dying on the cross. But He
0: also gave us the ability to be redeemed daily, we, minute by minute. We want to minimize our sin by way of comparison. Ooh, so that's good. It's a easy, it's an easy habit to get into. To, to have that, we talk about comparison a lot mm-hmm. and, in it being a, a thief of joy, but initially comparison feels pretty dang good if, if you're using it in the right way, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like if you're using it to make yourself feel better because, uh, it's like salt. Yeah. A little bit tastes really good on something, but over time too much can kill you. I don't think it's bad to look at somebody that, uh, on this now, our first example should be Jesus. But no. I don't think it's bad in the case of like a mentor to go to people, and that's a little bit different than comparison that's an actual relationship that you have and say you know you i saw you walk through the situation um mm-hmm. how how'd you walk through that versus you know looking for something that's a desire
2: to be better absolutely you know, that's a that's a mentorship that's a um uh, that's a surround surrounding yourself with folks that you wanna uh you want to take something from, right? You know, and, and hopefully implement in your own life. In a gu- in
0: a good way. Right.
1: Humbly uh, learning versus comparing to make me feel better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those you are know. you know, imagine how many people I mean, just I can't get away from Simon being the one. Like I wonder if he's like, You you really it's gonna be me that does this, Jesus? Yeah. Right. You, you sure? But if you really think about it. Doesn't that exhibit what we've been afforded through Jesus' dying on the cross for our sins is that it does not matter what you have done in the grand scheme of being forgiven by the Lord and having a chance to go out and be the hands and feet
0: and share his word. And Simon had to, for a lot of people, there was another guy named Judas that Mm -hmm. couldn't get past his betrayal. Mm -hmm. That was... His relationship with with the Lord was not strong enough to pull him through that, based on his own actions in his life. That's the flip side. Simon's relationship was good enough, and he understood Jesus's love and grace enough to be able to work through that and still feel like he had value only because of the blood of Christ. Yep. Yeah. You know, I always try to end
1: end anything that we talk about with some actionable advice. You know, what can you take away from this that is you can apply today. It de- it no matter what you are struggling with. Sin is sin. The human behavior is to rank it because it makes us feel better. But the reality is, is Jesus accepts any sinner that asks that you know they ask him into their heart. So we start ranking it to almost grovel in feeling better about yeah, our sin, feeling better about our sin. Or not letting go of it once we've truly said, Jesus, this is my sin. Please forgive me for it. And I think a follow-up that I'm going to try to start doing more often is not only forgive me for it, but let me know that it is your, in your redemptive hands and I no longer need to go back to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't need to keep asking for forgiveness for the same thing. Because the reality is, is the minute we genuinely ask, I forgive you. That's, that's right. it, but how many times do we stay locked up to that sin that we've already gotten forgiveness yeah. for? A lot, um, yeah. yeah. So think about Simon Peter, who spoke to the thousands after, after, yeah, yeah, not long after, not long after. I, we need to figure out how long, but I, I, I'm guessing less than a month. I'm probably, I'm really, from my understanding, I may be way off on that, but that's my interpretation
0: and it's uh, from from simon peter's example when we experience like major and true grace that we're pretty on fire right after like it seems like it would be opposite but he just experienced a major major forgiveness from Mm -hmm. the lord and then he's like man if i can feel this if i know this i gotta tell other people about it yeah yep all right thanks for joining us today obi were you gonna say something else no okay no thanks for joining us today the t-shirt right there I th- I th- are we going to sell those at some point i know we have a few extras it says kick the day in the face and it's got a cool like karate kid in the middle of it i think something. eventually we'll start selling them yeah, yeah i think we need to we got we got a few for sale i don't know how we're going to sell them right now or we don't have a website up um comment on this video if you want one and we'll shoot you a venmo account you send some money to yeah May. you we want to make it work We've got a few larges, a few extra larges, and a few mediums right now. We've got a price for those $28. I thought they were t- 280 28 <laughs> 72 yeah donations accepted uh above 25 dollars. there you go we (laughs) we've been out of pocket for this entire experience uh the whole time and which is absolutely worth it but uh uh, we do need to have get a little revenue coming in to just support the channel if we have extra money come in we'll donate do some good we'll feed some people or something yeah you know Um, it'll be going to a cause hopefully for the lord uh, yeah. without a doubt absolutely if you want to email in send us a email to real uncomfortable truth at gmail.com don't forget to like share subscribe uh if you are listening on uh pod, apple podcast or spotify or anything if you want to uh check us out on youtube we're on youtube now so all the same episodes will be on there uh go kick the day in the face and we'll catch you on the next one